ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. How's it going, everyone? Hope you're all doing well, wherever you are in the world. And in this one today, uh, I shared an experience uh, where I basically seen the Earth's grid and uh, when I was on psychedelic on psychedelics on on mushrooms. So I wanted to sort of really break down my experience with that, tell you guys what I seen. As you know, like a lot of time, I'm just you know I, I'm kind of just I'm the, I'm the scientist myself. Sometimes you know I'm finding my way to this deeper knowledge through altering my consciousness, through having these big experiences, and you know, and I'm just kind of documenting them in a way like very raw and ragged on these podcasts and doing them in a way that's very real you know because like as you know as you can tell guys i know a lot of people out there aren't as open as i am for sure you know i know that i listen to other podcasts myself and i know that a lot of people don't let you in as deep as i do for sure um and that's obviously i know that's one of my qualities i definitely have but i do you know i'll let you in very deep uh, at times I let you into my deepest psychological shit and show, and show how, like I've said before, how fucked up I am, you know. But in this one, it was, it was a bit different to that. This was a, an experience where I kind of wanted to tie also a lot of research that I've uncovered in regards to what i seen in the sky that, on, that, on that night and bring some of my theories around this too. So I this is a really big one in my opinion. I, I, did, I spent a lot of time collecting my notes on this one. This is why I held it back. I don't know if you can hear Laura snoring in the background there, but Laura's snoring her head off. She's in bed. Um, <laughs> sleepy Pisces. But anyway, um, this was one that um, that I put a lot of effort into, and I really kind of like, you know, I, I, I honestly, I, I, I took. I'm not even. I'm not even joking with this one. It probably took me three weeks to 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 get to a position where I I, I put my notes together so that it could be actually understandable. Um, so anyway i hope you enjoy this one enough from my rambling i hope you enjoy it if you can as always please consider in your heart supporting the podcast through the one-off donation option the patreon page and also have a crypto option to support the podcast too and that's all i'm going to say um supporting the podcast really would go such a long way Uh, enjoy this one wherever you are in the world and let me know what you think peace and love when this one today i wanted to speak about an experience that i had where i uh, saw the earth's grid on mushrooms and i always remember um quite a few years ago when i first started my journey i remember coming across a a, a, a brilliant researcher called robert bevel he was a guy who was studying the ancient cultures and he was speaking upon the topic of finding out about the the nature of reality and the and the tr- finding out the nature of the self and also understanding the works of the ancients. And he said that if you want to sort of understand the true essence of, of this place, he says, you must have a spiritually um, intuitive mind to comprehend the the cosmological nature of reality. And at the time when I heard that, you know, I kind of sort of understood it to a certain degree. It obviously seeped into my consciousness, as things always do. But at the same time, I, I didn't fully get understand that to its full extent and it's only now on my journey where i've kind of understand that to truly understand the deepest um fundamental secrets of the universe you do need to have a higher mind and there's levels to this thing you know and so anyway what i what i experienced uh, with this this journey that unfolded so a group of me and, me and five of my friends we sort of embarked on a on a mushroom ceremony and we decided on this beautiful location where we could see the night sky we could see the stars 
and um it was such a beautiful it was such a beautiful evening you know like um the, the place that we that was located in the world and um, the light pollution's not a lot so you can see this this the 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 canvas above us our heads uh, so beautifully and it's very interesting because in life right now you know we live in a world that's immersed with a lot of light pollution and every single night above our heads is the greatest artwork um you know the the greatest cosmological map of consciousness is above our heads every single night and we don't even not many of us even don't even look up for a start but we don't even get the ability to to see the night sky because all the city lights all drown out the artwork that's above our heads and and it's and it's such a shame you know um to to sort of to to leave that that connection um disconnected in a way um, because when it is disconnected in my opinion it's um we we we're, we're losing touch with the with with the sort of the 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 other realms um the other the the other worlds if you want to call it that and i feel like this is what obviously a lot of ancient cultures knew about you know they they knew to keep them connections open and they, they knew the fundamental relationship with the ground and above what is you know what is above so below and they understood that you had to keep them connections open um so anyway what, what so what i so what i saw um as I was sort of, as the ceremony was, as the mushroom ceremony was underway, I noticed how, when I was looking up at the night sky, how how the sky itself was sort of, was, was like like a form of very complicated, um, like a like a mesh like grid in the sky, like the only way I could describe this is sort of like the flower of life, the secret geometry of the flower of life. Uh, and that sort of encompasses the whole planet and this sort of secret geometry was encompassing the whole planet and what i feel like i was seeing at that time when i was looking up at the night sky and i was seeing this this it's like sort of si- this 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 matrix like grid um which seemed to me like it was made of some form of energy i feel like that it is the matrix grid that insulates um all human beings with um with secret geometry um, with all with secret geometry forms and we are you know we are a part of that matrix you know um, we've heard many people talk about how there is we are Im- immersed in a, in a sea of energy like we are energy beings and we do have a fundamental relationship with everything that is around us but because we are vastly connected you know like i said before we are energy beings we're not these bodies because we are vastly connected with everything that is in the universe I feel like within the Earth's crystalline structure, um, there is um, something profound that is um, that is above our heads every single night that we kind of have lost that connection to. That the ancient cultures in the past, in my opinion, were arguably you know harnessing, they were tapping into, and they were using to to access these altered states of consciousness and keep the keep the um keep the dimensions keep the inner dimensions um tuned tuned at all at all times but we've kind of lost touch with that and when i was looking up at the at the sort of the secret geometry that was above my head i also noticed that there was a kind of a electric blue feel to it and what was interesting to me is that in ancient teachings they always mention things along the lines of um of blue above red below so red in in a lot of ancient scriptures talks about the 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 hellish realms reds always depicting the the physical density for example but when they when a lot of scriptures talk about the blue blue color they always uh, referring to to the heaven hell or the godlike realm or or the or expanded consciousness or, or or ascension and also to add to this as well to add another piece to the puzzle when um as you know in the past i've did a full podcast about this and i've spoke about the taurus field so if you haven't checked out that podcast i would recommend going and check out the 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 topic and the conversation that i did specifically about the taurus field and i brought all that information uh, together and forward but to briefly touch on it because it is important it is very important that when we when we look all throughout nature uh with inside of the self and with with outside of the the encompassing nature of of reality that's in front of us Taurus fields are something that are prevalent throughout human evolution and also prevalent within within the human uh, matrix system that we're in right now. So um, when we see a Taurus field, uh, a Taurus field is depicted as red shift, blue shift. So as I said, as I was as I was looking above at the night sky, you know, the blue color is is associated with the higher realms. And as I was looking up 
a lot of ancient scriptures talk about how the matrix grid that is above our heads that the ancients were tapping into was also um was was also blue like too so when it comes to taurus fields you know a lot of people speak about how from inside of our heart um, emits an extremely powerful toroidal energetic field and also as well this has actually been backed up by science as well because science actually measured as well that that this toroidal field that emits from our heart can actually has been measured to be to go five miles away from the heart you know and we all know that toroidal energy fields exist all around us you know for example it's it's encompassed in trees it's encompassed in the earth it's encompassed in uh, in the universe and the sun all nature and all life forms um, have a have an essence of the, of the toroidal the toroidal like fields and I, the reason why that i feel is, is it is be, it in, in its and i feel like it's the key to everything is because the in, entire life is created from this place you know you know we admit these torus fields you know as we walk around our lives um you know we you've all heard of the word aura how people carry certain auras some people can can detect certain people's auras you walk in a room you can feel certain energy fields um you know this obviously this goes to to much more um this much this goes to much more advanced levels to this too as well you know but at the center of this all we all um are encompassed with our own Taurus-like field that we emit uh, electromagnetic frequency from our heart, and when we um, when we meet some when we people we meet have relationships we come in contact with one another, we our Taurus fields um, interact with other people's Taurus fields, and also within our bodies as well each chakra and each acupuncture point or energy center whatever you want to call it, as many different names for this also has an interplay with this energy uh, toroidal field you know like for exa- for example if your 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 chakras within your body depend are, are de- dependent on what uh, what state of consciousness are you at and what i mean by that is is that if you are if your chakra system within your body is balanced and is in a line and it's not out of balance for example you're not operating too much from your lower nature you're not operating too much from your from your higher nature um, when when these chakras are completely aligned and in imbalance, this will have a, a hugely positive effect on your on your toroidal field. So that's also worth mentioning. And also something else that's worth mentioning is that when it comes to the to the word Taurus, you know it's um, it's prevalent for all history. You know, for example, the word uterus. You know, uterus is the is the spiritual connection of birth you know it's the spiritual connection it's the it's the connection between the spiritual realm and the physical world you know as a woman brings uh, the woman's uterus is the is the is the bridge between the spiritual and the metaphysical you've also got the um you've got the visual representation of the apple for example the apple looks like a taurus um you've got the the taurus uh, bull you know that's uh, represented in astrological stuff you know that's why in india they represent the bull you know because they understand the importance of the bull but in nature nature um there is many other examples of where this taurus like language and visual representation is 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 um is is evident to see you know and i th- also think you know the human aura is 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 very um similar to this as as well too you know i see um you know i think the the human aura is very similar to this as this too as well you know i see it as a sort of a a self-sustained dynamic um, magnetic magnetic field if you want to call it that that has its own sort of um time and space and it's it's intimately connected to to the non-local field that is that is all around us you know and even nikola tesla said you know if you want to find the secret to the universe you know think in terms of frequency and vibration and also i think human emotions are also are linked to this as well you know like human emotions are linked to the vibrational states you know so our thoughts and our um our uh our thoughts dictate our emotions which in turn sets our current vibrational vibrational state you know so for example when it comes to the 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 the, the human um, visible light light spectrum you know 
it's it's no accident that the visible light spectrum also corresponds with the colors within the chakra system you know and a lot of people don't kind of mention that you know but if you actually sort of take your time to, to look at the you know the visual light spectrum you will see the how the colors actually match the the, the human chakra system within the, with what well, that resides within the human body you know so we are deeply connected and immersed within our environments you know you know for example you know red is red is red's the color of the root chakra which is the closest to to infrared light frequencies uh, the crown chakra is the color violet which is is closer to the ultraviolet like frequencies uh, which actually have shorter and more compact wavelengths and uh, meaning that they have a higher vibratorial speeds you know so what what does that really mean you know so for example the you know the as you know the root chakra is um is associated with the the basic survival needs within the body you know so for example if you are operating from your basic survival needs you're going to be operating from a low vibratorial speed you know so for example if you are in a, in a higher mind and you're operating from a higher mind you feel lighter because you you vibe vibrating at a higher speed you know but if you're operating from a lower mind um, you know you're going to feel denser you're going to feel heavier and you're going to be operating at a, at a lower speed so that's why it's kind of represented and that's how it links to the sort of the visual light spectrum so when i was having this experience and like i said when i was looking up at the night sky um, it seemed like um, the only way I can kind of describe this is that it seemed like information was traveling between points within the stars, like some form of communication was being passed or some kind of information was being passed. And the only way, the only kind of visual representation or some, something that I can speak of that's similar that I've come across is the mycelium network. So, you know, the mycelium network is something that is underneath the Earth's surface. And as you know, a lot of people talk about how the mycelium network is one of the most intelligent things that is on the planet right now. You know, it has vast uh, threads of communication that can contact with one another underneath the earth's surface and that is underneath all of our feet um, and it's interwoven amongst the fabric of time and this thing has been here long before us and it'll probably be here long after us so that's what it kind of felt like it kind of felt like when i was looking up above this night sky it felt like you know information was being moved and traveled amongst the stars and obviously that you know that needs definitely needs more exploring and I'm, I'm, I'm completely aware of that but i'm just being an observer of what i'm witnessing and, and bringing that to you you know and you know i've always i've always known you know like for example you know what i've been told about reality and the planet it's it's completely off you know um i think we can all we can all feel we can all feel that there's that there's something not quite there's something quite amiss with what we've been told about the nature of reality you know and I think when it comes to psychedelics, just to sl slowly touch on that, we all know that psychedelics, you know, they open up doorways and open up your perceptions to the spiritual world, you know, essentially open up the flood floodgates um, to the inner mind's eye and open up um, access to, to, the, to, the, to, the, to, to, to the third eye. So I'm, I'm fully at the, the point now in the journey where I 100% believe that this place is not physical. You know, and everywhere I believe that we look around this whole nature reality is a is a is a conscious being you know and i feel like we need to get away from the fact that get away from the mechanical nature of this place and get away from the biological evolution that we've kind of been educated upon you know um you know like for example you know nasa comes along you know and it tells us like you know tells us what the stars are um it says you know give us all your taxpayers money and um, you know we'll keep searching for other life and other planets but at the minute you know there's nothing up there guys don't worry you know but just keep you're alone keeps you keep spinning um you're on a spinning ball you're lost in space you know you're insignificant you know get on with your jobs and we'll keep searching and you keep giving us your tax money you know um you know but when it comes to the to the to the nature of of what the stars truly are and the nature of what the planets are and the nature of this reality you know what i feel the stars are you know i think you know i think ancient cultures and scriptures in the past talked about how the earth is a luminous body they said that the stars were a luminous body you know and the ancients believed that you know the stars themselves you know they're not just physical bodies they have a psychic and a, and a spiritual body too you know and i feel like you know when we are looking up at the night sky and when i was having that experience and i was looking upon the night sky you know i was looking at a conscious being you know i wasn't looking at something that was physical and stuck um you know this is something that is that has a has a form of sentience to it has a form of consciousness to it and i don't think a lot of people kind of we, we don't really allow us, our consciousness to have that perspective because you know we're steeped in programming uh, we're told in school that this is what this planet is it's a physical body 
Um, but you know, there's minds that's come along before us that, that had a complete alternative, different perspective to this. You know, the minds that built the pyramids when they were sort of watching the stars. You know, and they were through their observatories, which were the ancient structures. They weren't just observatories, but that's just one way to put it. You know, they were they were watching these as conscious entities. You know, that these things that were moving across the night sky, and they knew that these stars had had you know they had messages of consciousness. You know. And I 100% believe that when we look up at the night sky, everything is trans transcendental, you know. And um, like I said before, I think, um, you know, the ancients knew the stars were um, were turning over our heads, you know. And they said that we were we were stationary. And, you know, we're, we're, we're at the center of it all, you know. And I think at times we're kind of like, we're kind of discarded away from that fact because, you know, the kind of... The, the the sort of the programming kind of wants you to steep steep you in the fact like i said before you know you're lost you're spinning in space uh, you're not important you're insignificant but you know I, I, we're the center we're the center of this you know and we have a, a fundamental relationship with what is above and so below you know like we the macrocosm is the microcosm you know and um like i say i feel like you know the energy the energy like grid that i did see that that does um engulf the whole planet um, that I've 100% seen now, and I know is, know is there. I think it, you know, it reflects to some degree. It reflects um, and amplifies our ascending levels of the ascending levels of consciousness that's on the planet now. You know, and I think to some degree, th uh, the grids to some degree, you know, reflect to an extent uh, and regulate the parameters of consciousness that's on the planet. You know, so as you know, you know, the concept of um, of planetary grids it's not a, it's not a new concept you know plato also theorized this too you know he talked about how um and so did the ancient civilizations you know for example like the mayans the 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 egyptians the hopi indians and many other cultures talked about this as well you know and they talked about in sense how these grids are a part of a template that allows life to accelerate to some degree and you know and what i mean by that is what that truly means is is in terms of the process of ascension how um how these earth grids that are above our heads have some kind of interplay with human consciousness um, and also the the fabric of evolution on the planet, the spiritual evolution that's going on right now, you know. And I really feel like, you know, um, the electromagnetic grid that I did see, you know, I think it is one of the primary focuses in which the ancients, you know, um, ancients of the past, you know, maintained their conscious connection to that. You know, like I said before when I first started this, how we've we're kind of disconnected from that now you know we don't keep these channels open enough you know we're kind of locked into the video game you know locked into the matrix we run around with our heads between our asses you know and um, never looking up at the night sky you know blinding ourselves from the greatest artwork above our heads um but there is a fundamental connection there's a purpose to why you need to keep these channels open you know because fundamentally this is where you're going you know you're going back home you know and that's what the stars represent it's um you're going back there you know and you and and the, and the peoples of the past they understood to keep that to keep them doorways open you know and you know i also you know i wouldn't be surprised as well like i've spoke about this before on the podcast but i wouldn't also be surprised if that also regulates you know the electromagnetic systems of not only the torus fields that's within us but the electromagnetic systems that are you know um within things like the ley lines within the vortex systems on the planet that people talk about that they've come in contact with you know and i feel like and I know for a fact that these energetic lines, you know, they're directly connected with all these, um, you know, these ancient sacred sites that are on planet Guy, you know, on planet Earth. Um, and I think that's what the theory of, you know, the theory of the web of energy surrounding Earth, you know, how they speak about how it's connected to all these different points on the planet, like the ley lines and things like that. You know, you just, just got to go to these sacred places yourself and you've got to understand that, uh, that these weren't just primitive people, you know, they were... They were tapping into this to this this cosmic like energy grid that's all around us and they were harnessing it and using it for um probably things that i can't even see yet but this is just where i'm up to anyway and also just to speak about something else as well there's, a, there's another theory called um platonic solid geometry and um and the, and, the, and the theory platonic solid geometry basically gets at the fact that since our planet's birth uh, the grid around the earth has consisted of uh, a sacred geometry matrix like i was saying before and they speak about how it's called one of the five platonic solids so basically this comes from plato's theory so plato believed that the earth's uh, basic structure structure was in the process of evolving from uh, simple geometric shapes into more complex ones and i've heard this mentioned a few times and it's sort of come under my radar but i've obviously kind of looked into it a bit more now and what plato was talking about is he was talking and he theorized about the in order of complexity 
uh, he fearsized that um and he fearsized that when he looked looked upon the heavens of the night sky he talked about how there was there was some fundamental building blocks to the crystalline matrix that we see all around us and he talked about certain things like um i'll probably not do this justice but he used words like um tetrahedron, uh, which is the four faces, the hexadedron, which is the six, six faces, the octadedron, octadedron, which is the eight faces, um, uh, the dohecadedron. I can't say these words; I'm terrible with language, and and so on. You know, and he spoke about how um, he spoke and Plato theorized that the Earth was also evolving, and Plato also theorized that the Earth was evolving into an isodedron grid. Um, I'm probably butchering them words, but basically what he was saying is that through um, through sacred geometry that he was observing, he was realizing how there was a <coughs> there was an evolutionary nature to to the to the sacred geometry that he was witnessing within the night sky. And also, just to add to this as well, there's some academics if you want to look into. There's a few academics, and I wrote these names down, but there's one called um, Dr. Irvin Sanderson, Dr. Haggis, and Dr. Becker. Um, who basically have done work where they've diagrammed diagrammed this in the uh, in the 70s by connecting major electromagnetic fields on the map. So if you want to go and research into that, that's also something that um like you that's something good to look into. Yeah, and when it comes to the the Earth's um elect- electromagnetic system too, you know, I, I really feel that this plays into the you know the the different cycles of ascension. You know that people that cultures of the past refer to like you know like the Kala Yunga, the nine waves of consciousness. Uh, I think it's also in the Vedas as well, but there's there's many different understandings of how these, you know, how how consciousness, how 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 reality isn't isn't as solid as we think, and how there are these vast cycles of time that have these huge uh, cyclical like natures that involves consciousness that affects human evolution, which affects the human psyche, where human civilization goes through these different um, alternating periods of. Are levels of mind to uh, no mind, lower mind to higher mind. You know the different golden ages from the Iron Age, the Bronze Age, the Silver Age to the all the way to the Golden Age. And as human civilization goes around these twenty-four thousand year cycles, um, which is also linked to the procession of the equinox too. Human civilization goes through these periods of where civil where human beings go through a de-evolution, then a and a, and a rebirth. So the so we civilization goes through a form of of forget of where they forget and then then they remember like they have a form of amnesia they forget who they are they forget their true spiritual essence and then these twenty four thousand year cycle of windows which was highlighted in the Mayan calendar it was highlighted in the in the in the, the Kala Yunga Yuga Yuga cycles. And these big and these cycles are represented throughout all time. You just got to look at every single every single civilization. And I feel like this is also linked to the ancient structures around the world. They were trying to map these these cyclical like like essence of consciousness and how the cosmic energy. You know, like the Mayans recalled referred it to Quetzalcoatl, um, with the pyramid in Chichen Itza. At the bottom of the pyramid in Chichen Itza has the 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 sort of the dragon head, um, which is Quetzalcoatl, which meant cosmic energy. You know, so they, they, the cultures of the past were trying to show us, you know, that human civilization goes through these p- periods of times where, you know, we're, we're, we're of our lower nature and then we sort of go through these cycles where we remember again. And it seems like, you know, this seems to be like we're right in that middle period right now on the planet. You know, the, the Mayans predicted that, you know, they spoke about how 2012 was the period and the end of the Mayan calendar where there would be a rebirth of consciousness. But however, there's a lot of scholars who actually disagree with that date and they believe that 2020, it was actually 2021 when we went through that window. But regardless of that window, we can all see that right now on the planet, we something interesting is really going on and really happening. So, you know, it makes sense to me that right now as a civilization, we're at this sort of this transitional point where things are about to, to get to get better, you know, the, where the planet is about to go through a, a huge shift. And also, like I said before, when it comes to the Earth's electromagnetic system as well, you know, I wouldn't be surprised as well if these magnetic grids, you know, sort sort of become, you know, more more accessible or more adjusted, whatever word you want to use, or uh, or adjusted in some way to lessen the veil, you know, to the to the other other worlds. So, for example, you know, like you know the 
when these sort of when these grids activate that are above our heads like i described before that i seen you know i wouldn't be be be, be described if um if our ability to connect to to these to these uh these matrix like grids that are above our heads become more accessible as as um as time evolves on the on the planet you know like there's times probably times on the planet where it's less accessible like it has been for like the last hundred years um but arguably probably thousands of years ago like when the pyramids were uh, in in full evolution they they had the ability the veil was a lot thinner and they were and they were able to 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 decipher the messages that they were getting from them a lot more you know but i fully believe you know that we're that the veil is starting to lessen and we're starting to move into them you know and you know that that veil that has been separating humans for like the last hundreds hundreds of thousands of years on the planet you know to these higher dimensional aspects is starting to get thinner again you know and i think I wouldn't be surprised as well like how many more of us now are having these big experiences where I've heard many other people who's also said they've seen these these uh this sacred grid that's been above the head their heads too as well you know and having more mystical experiences they're feeling it having where they're feeling the vibratorial energy going through your body having um deeper expanded states of awareness and consciousness um I wouldn't be surprised you know if like if the grid right now is adjusting to enable you know enable a greater vibratorial rate happen on the planet you know i had a personal experience a few times um over the last few years where i physically woke up at f- um three o'clock two o'clock f- four o'clock in the morning four in the a.m in the morning this is normally the common theme of when you have when you're going through any form of spiritual awakening or sort of like a tune-up you will wake up at random hours in the morning this is when the work's really on and i've had numerous occasions where i've woke up at two o'clock in the morning three o'clock and i've been lying in bed and i've just been sort of witnessing my body and i've been sort of like an observer of the energy that's been going from the bottom of my feet all the way to my crown chakra and the wave like function energy was going from my body and it was integrating you know that it was in- integrating the the higher frequencies you know because we as people on this planet we have been bogged down in, in the lower densities you know we've been too wrapped up in the physical reality we're full of we're full of traumas we're full of um heavy density in terms of things that uh, our emotional blockages um we need to bring alignment to our chakras we're too much in the masculine uh, the feminine's been uh, discarded you know so like as we are all individually awakening to to our true selves you know where many of us are, are working on individual different aspects of ourselves right now you know sexual energy on the planet being healed and uh, the true divine masculine stepping forward and um, from many different angles you know ancestral um ancestral traumas being uh and karma's being brought to the surface and people are transmuting into light so you know many of us now are starting to 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 sort of bring bring consciousness to to many of these different aspects now you know and i really feel like you know the ancients you know the ancients knew of these cycles and how these magnetic rigs grids above us you know become more active through the ages like i said before and the ancient sites you know were built with that pur- purpose you know to connect to these grid points and these sacred sites on the planet you know and even for example you know like the ancients if you look into the work of sorry the the egyptians the egyptians taught that you know if you want to understand the, the self you need to understand more about the stars you know like they, they spoke of what what is above so below and the ancients believed that for us to ascend we have to travel to the stars you know that's why if you've ever read the the book the orion mystery you know um with robert vavell's book you know he fundamentally lays out and highlights in that book how how the ancient egyptians and many of the structures around the world were all pointing towards orion's belt you know why was that because they believed that orion's belt which i'm still still understanding trying to figure out but had a fundamental role to play in where we're going as conscious beings you know when they were looking at the skies like i said before they were mapping this out as a as a story of consciousness you know it wasn't physical planets it was a story of consciousness and i think there's something beautiful that happens when you start seeing the stars like that you know if you meditate on the stars like that instead of seeing it as this biological nature like forget what nasa's told you know like you go out there you meditate yourself you look at the stars and feel the resonance in your body and see how it's how the interplay with inside your psyche is different compared to before when someone else was telling you what your reality is you know because when you're living your reality and you're going out and looking at the stars every night you're not just watching cgi footage from nasa you know you get a different relationship with that you know and you get a real feeling interplay relationship and um, so you know that's something that you can do as well you know you know but when ancients in the past you know they talked about how and this is why i don't feel like for example you know when they nasa speak about how they go into the to go into the mars or go into the moon you know 
I don't think physical astronauts can go to the planets, you know. Like, even some of the ancient scriptures, like the, the Hindi scriptures, the, um, and all the different scriptures around the world, all talked about how only qualified beings can actually go to the planets. Only qualified beings can go to the moon, you know. And even, uh, there was even a word for this as well. There was an ancient teach teaching, uh, and the word was called Rishi. And they said that only Rishis, Rishis can go there. And the word Rishi actually is means a term for accomplished, um, enlightened person. You know, so they even had a word for this, you know. And for example, just to, to describe another angle of this, because, you know, I could describe so much more, um, but I don't want to sort of, like, bring too many elements to this. But um, there's also, a, in the Bible, there's a word, word called Elayin, and I don't know if anyone's looked into that before. But that's basically, it's not the only thing it talks about, but it talks about the relationship between the chakras and also the stars above. And, and it describes the relationship how... Um, cultures of the past understood the relationship between the chakras and the stars above and how they had a fundamental relationship you know for example just to, to throw a few out there you know like the seven the seven chakras that resides within the human body the seven planets that's within our solar system the seven days of the week you know and um you know the chakras in my opinion you know um from a practical level you know there it's a good way to to sort of to, to start this journey of higher knowledge you know you can do mantras and practices where you can you can um you know, you can actually activate and call upon the chakras within inside the body. There's a, there's a great one where you can go through the, you can go through the to, through the different chakras, and there's one where you go Lam Vam, Ram Yam Ham Sam Om, and you repeat that. You know, and it's like you use the the power of your vocal cords. You know, like there's it's not a coincidence why with all the ancient structures around the world there was huge emphasis on the on, on on sound and the power of sound you know like for example in Gopekli Tepe the way that that structure has been designed there's you know it's been designed for, from an acoustic perspective you know like where sound was made to to vibe to vibrate in a different way with this with the stones they use and also with the structure of the, of the of the site there's also for example people have spoke about before how certain properties within the king's chamber if you if you uh, hit a himalayan ball or you or you do a sort of a mantra or a or a om the sound resonates and bounces in different ways you know they were designing these structures also from a sound perspective you know they understood the fundamental nature of human evolution and also um, with sound meditation you know and these are things obviously that where a lot of us now are starting to get back to you know like 432 hertz and the Schumann resonance and things like this you know we're starting to to understand the relationship with sound and how sound frequencies can heal you and how they can put you in all states of consciousness you know and they can guide you on inner journeys but we're kind of only just sort of getting our way back to that now you know we're finding our way back home and that's why um chanting is so powerful you know and like a lot of cultures in the past knew the power of chanting um but for example you know i, I think like what this fundamentally is all about you know and what i think this whole the one of the biggest points that i'm trying to make with this talk and i know i'm making many points but in my opinion you know it's all about vibration it's all about vibration of the soul you know and understanding these vibrational frequencies that the heavens and the planets above us that are given off you know like it's you know it's a it's how it's being reflected down upon us you know it's like it's it's reflecting back to you like the microcosm you know like the macrocosm the microcosm is reflecting back within within you you know like they said what is above so below and you know like i said before all these different stars above our heads you know they're stories of consciousness you know they're all about ascension it's all about our way sort of finding our way back home you know and that's why like a lot of this this knowledge to some degree is hidden you know in, in a way i'm grateful that it's hidden because you know it's kind of the the fun and the apprehension of kind of like someone trying to hide it from you makes it more makes it more of a thrill to to seek it you know and as you start piecing more and more things together it triggers probably what you were here for you know i had this kind of feeling in my mind that i wouldn't be surprised if i kind of if i was to play a game on myself the nature of who i know who i am uh, i wouldn't be surprised if i kind of done this to myself you know i've made up this you know like we are the creator beings you know so like for example we are in a realm before this and we get a we get the the ability and the choice to kind of you know make up choose our own lessons and our own things that we're going that's going to spring up in our lives and i wouldn't be surprised if i kind of played a game on myself where i kind of created a demonic force or something you know that kind of like hid this knowledge from us you know i came into the world came through the schooling system the totals that the slaves built the pyramids the kind of 
told us that the planets are solid the, the world's like this you know you're alone you're spinning in space and um, lost in space and then you know i went on a journey within myself where i kind of found the secrets of the universe you know and i think that's what a lot of us are kind of doing this and there's there's kind of like an art form of that you know there's something there's, there's, there's as you know like everyone always says like it's about the journey you know not the destination you know and i think that's kind of probably is what what the what the beauty of it is all about you know but that's why i think it's so f- important the work of like ancient cultures the past you know because they understood the science of ascension and i think you know we don't need to reinvent the and reinvent the wheel you know like they, they've done a lot of the work you just have to sort of have the time to to sort of look back you know and they were trying to map the eternal realms you know they 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 sort of they 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 had sort of had a science for for the for the for the map of consciousness and in kind of you know the ethereal the ethereal realms um and and i and i think that's why as well like for example you know when you like we look around at all these different sort of dome-like structures around the world for example and all the different pyramids you know in my opinion they were like to some degree you know they were sort of mimicking or copying the heavens above you know like you can see all the pictures around the, around the world like for example and now i'll put some pictures in the audio in the youtube version but you can see how they're kind of mimicking with their structures the way they build them the mimicking mimicking the heavens above you know and they're re- representing the nature of the spiritual world that is all around us that we've just lost touch with us you know and they also mimic in how the, the how the physical world is in effect of the spiritual world and i think in our daily lives that's what we kind of lost touch with how like how it's the how it's the metaphysical that is mirroring our lives now as we walk around you know like when pe- certain people certain things are turning up in our lives everything is a is a mirror everything is a reflection and it's all from you for you um you know like what is above so below i've said that about four times now but it all starting to make more and more sense you know and i think we need to start you know understanding how to interpret interpret these great architects and in these minds of the past because they truly were architects you know i know we're like led to believe that like the hunter gatherers built them you know like one of the best comments i had was like oh the pyramids were built because they put concrete on them you know like and that's like that's the level of consciousness that is that's that's that in the past like would have probably we probably would have, would have stuck to us to some degree and we're like oh maybe they built them with concrete you know maybe slaves built them maybe they, maybe they used them on pulleys but now they just they just bounce off like like uh like like soggy damn socks on the radiator you know like they can't stick they can't stick on they can't stay on the radio any, any anymore they're too damp and too heavy because you know like our, our consciousness has evolved too much my consciousness evolved too much and i can see beyond the beyond the illusion and it can and my higher mind's here now you know and seeing the the true seeing behind the veil kind of thing you know seeing behind the curtain and um but even for example you take the work of um even michelangelo you know like a lot of the work of michelangelo for example you know he's mirroring the heavens as well a lot of these great minds of the past you know they they are were embedding really interesting stuff in for example take the work of uh, leonardo da vinci um, i don't know if you've looked at the work of leonardo da vinci but the work of the last supper you know the famous picture of the of, of jesus and the last last supper you know basically what he is doing here and this is this is what highlights how 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 much of a higher mind leonardo da vinci had you know he was describing the astrological nature of what i was just being trying to describe in the podcast before and how we have a fundamental relationship with the stars above and they and this universe is not what we think so for example in the in the picture of the last supper um like i said before it's describing the astrological nature and for example aries on the left hand side is is at the head of the table because obviously aries is the start of the astrological cycle you know and then obviously you've got you've got jeremiah uh, jeremy uh, jeremy jeremy <laughs> you've got jeremy in the table here uh, eating his sandwiches and uh, eating his crisps but you've got uh, jeremiah <laughs> jeremy you've got Gem- <laughs> you've got you've got gemini um with his with you've got gemini with the hands of duality you've also got the the guy um holding the knife which is the crab which is cancer you've also got leo as you can see he's holding uh, he's holding his um with his elbow on the table so he's like saying that he's the boss of the table he's he's the he's the lion of the table then you've got virgo which is the feminine um and obviously in the picture of the of the of with the woman with a feminine woman in the picture she also has her hands together which also symbolizes the uh, the the mutual sign in astrologic and astrolog in, ast- in astrology 
You've also got Libra holding his hands out, balancing the scales, you know, and at the end you've got the Pisces with the hands like the fish, you know, so like that shows to me like how how much of a higher mind like um, Leonardo da Vinci had, you know, like these, there is, there is remnants of all these great minds around the world that are trying to sort of leave you breadcrumbs, you know, it's always been done throughout civilization and the greatest minds always do that and that's what the ancients did, you know, with all the, with the structures around the world, they were leaving breadcrumbs for you to, to to find when you when you when you're ready and um you know I, I really fun, i really believe i've said this before on the podcast but you know i've spoke about how if you want to find the secrets of the universe you know um you know unlawful men aren't going to find them you know you have to sort of develop your own skills and only when you're worthy you'll be able to access uh, these higher states high states of knowledge you know but you know, wherever wherever you wherever you go in the past, wherever you look, you know, all the the works of all the ancient cultures, all the different scriptures around the past, you know, it's always leading to the astro- astrological nature of this planet. You know, it's always leading to how how astro- how the astrological nature of the stars and the heavens relate to your soul. You know, and how it relates to ascension and where you're going. You know. And so, like, to kind of just to bring this to an end, you know, like, I wanted to kind of ask the question, you know, what can we do with all this, you know, how, what can it, what can we kind of do with this in our lives, you know, because it's obviously a lot to take in, there's, and there's, a, I know there's a lot more for me to add to this too. Um, but, you know, I think there's something beautiful about just, you know, you allowing what I've said today, you know, allow this information, you know, go and look at the picture, like I said before, of the, of the Last Supper. Go and look into the work of the Taurus fields. You know, go and look into Plato's theory of Plato solids, Platonic solids. <clears throat> look into the works of secret geometry. Try, um, you know, try having an experiment of sound, doing a sound therapy, sound therapy session, um, doing the the, the 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 chakra meditation. What I said, you know, and even if you don't do that, you know, just allow this information to sort of seep into you, into your soul, you know, because it will do that. And I think at times, you know, you don't even have to do anything. It just does the work for you. You know, I always remember like one of the great minds said once in the past, um, I think it was, um, I think it was uh, John Anthony West said, the fundamental nature of the pyramids are, are not just about like and are not not a physical thing like for example when you you don't even have to be in the same country as them you just have to look at a picture of the pyramids and they ooze out something in your in that that sort of activates something within you that that sparks mystery inside to, to ask questions ask why what what's going on here <coughs> so sometimes it's just in the nature of a question or it's sometimes just in the nature of you taking in a piece of information that will without you even realizing it you know it might enter into your dreamscape it might enter into your next altitude of consciousness you have it might just turn up in your in your reality you know a random book might just pop on your table a random documentary a random podcast might come in your feed and i think you know the universe is already working for you you just have to be open for this information to come into you so the fact that you just listen to it you know it will naturally start doing the work for you you know and the reason why i feel like it does this for us is because you know we have a spiritual body which causes this physical form you know it's the so-called spiritual form that causes the physical form that we see in front of us like i said before everything is a mirror everything is turning up through through you through your toroidal field like i said before you're the center of your mandala you know and i think the spiritual form like I said before, it has an innate memory to your soul essence, you know, and it's manifesting life in front of us in in order for us to learn so that we can again, you know, once return back to source, you know, or the stars, whatever you want to put, whatever you want to call it, you know. But I really feel like the the bigger thing is that, you know, our soul is sort of, it's, it's longing, you know, it's longing back to be connected back to the to creator, you know, back to that place of to the to the places of bliss where all the other worlds emit from you know and after i really feel like you know the true cosmological nature of this reality i think you know it's it's starting to come back you know i think a lot more people are starting to really truly realize what this is you know like don't take someone else's word for it you know you go out there look at the night sky you feel it for yourself have your own experience and you know when you're in that place no one can tell you what the true cosmological nature of this is is because you are you already you're already there you know you're already activating it so anyway that's all i want to say i hope you like this one i did take a lot of effort in trying to bring these collect these thoughts together and bring this one together because after i had that experience um there was also a love a lot of other sort of 
lessons that I learned around that psychedelic experience that I had too. So I had to honor that and I did that and I recorded that in a complete separate podcast. But I wanted to give this sort of this angle and where I sort of seen the, 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 the cosmic grid above my head through mushrooms. I wanted to give it a full podcast just to give it the topic complete justice that it that it deserved and kind of collect and bring some of my current level of consciousness you know my current level of consciousness of course i'm going to add to this for you you know of course i'm going to keep expanding and molding on it you know like some some opinions that i had three weeks ago i've completely changed and i don't have them anymore but this is where i'm up to at the moment you know these are the things that i've kind of pieced through all the inner sort of inner standing i have and also the external research that i've kind of done to some degree so anyway, I hope you like that. If you can, as always, check out the one-off donation option and the Patreon page. And if you can, find it in your heart and support the podcast through any means that you can. And it just helps me to keep turning up in a way that I am and provides me a foundation where I can kind of sort of relay this information to you so that hopefully it triggers um, something within you so you can, um, you know, start that journey back home, you know, or sort of continue that journey home. So that's all I'm going to say anyway. I love you all. Keep seeking as always. Peace and love. Thanks so much for checking out that podcast there. I hope you liked it. Um, if you can, as always, check out the one-off donation option and the Patreon page. Also have a crypto option if you want to support the podcast through that. really goes such a long way and it helps me uh, to keep uh, keep this thing going. And, uh, and if you can support the podcast, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really mean that. Um, and just to play this one out, as I always do, this is a song by my brother in arms and this is this song's got to be i've got to play the song uh, for this podcast today because the theme of what i've talked about is this song sums it up but it's by my brother called technique as, he, as you know he's been on the podcast a few times and the song is called once upon a time it is an absolute banger to say the least one of my favorite songs of all time enjoy this one by technique once upon a time wherever you're in the world keep seeking as always um, Once so. upon a time Once upon a time Counting all the stars Once upon a time Once upon a time Counting all the stars Once upon a time Divine design is all round us When we lift high to the skies Or we soars downwards as seen in our glyphs, we witness drifts of the ecliptic and predicted the seasonal shifts. Before I fall from grace, we recorded coordinates of our orbit space. Calendars were born and we stored the dates. Mathematic laws were explored and they formed the base. We studied sacred science, found the love from above, and plus it gave us guidance. We would take tools, engrave all our current discoveries on the cave walls. Observed the heavens and celestial bodies returned to earthly legends. Came to earn our worship and we learned the lessons. It was perfect in its purpose to confirm connections. And now we're going back. Four elements found in twelve houses of the zodiac. We'd speak prophecies, all aspects were active or passive with three qualities. We brought abundance all encompassed with the 36 deacons in the full circumference. Ascendance to attendance in the halls of judgment before the devil's fallen forces ever walked amongst us. What we wrote was identical. We knew the universe was multi-dimensional. We had open minds and astrological oracles often showed us signs. We used to do the knowledge, producing charts of shooting stars and the moving comets. The sun was in our hearts and the moon was logic. We used to praise the razor Ra and the lunar goddess. Our megalithic structures aligned to remind us of our metaphysic wonders. We never knew any fears and moved in tune with the music of the spheres. On the planet long ago, far back with star maps and paths planned by horoscopes. Stellar constellations were followed close, jotting notes on many correlations for the common folks. We tracked planetary positions and listened to the galaxy's transmissions. Magic was not lost, gods watch, balancing mechanics of the cosmos. Given the oldest wisdom, chakras in us were the mirrors to the solar system. Behold the vision of the solstice and the whole precision. Zephyroths opened at the equinox to go the distance. Once upon a time, 
counting all the stars. 